It's time for you to look inward and begin asking yourself the big questions. Who are you? And what do you want? The greatest illusion of this world is the illusion of separation. You can't wait around for someone to help you. You have to help yourself. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the pen. Today is a health-based podcast um, slash video. Uh, I do two, t- two types of podcasts. Uh, all of them have um, me tripping over my words. But anyway, um, I do two d- types of podcast. One is health-based. The other one is um, heavily censored and not sh- too shareable. And that's not because I'm uh, showing any nudity or anything. It's because I'm exposing ideas, not my not my flesh or anyone's flesh. <laughs> uh, I make myself laugh. Anyway, um, ideas are dangerous nowadays. Not really. Um, but I do see people mimic that that sentence over and over again. You're sharing dangerous ideas. You're, you're disseminating uh, dangerous information uh, over and over and over again. It makes me wonder... Uh, you know, if they, if they'll eventually understand what they're saying, what they're basically saying is that you having a thought that is not, um, you know, mainstream is, is dangerous and that will lead to somehow your words will lead to other people taking actions that will, that will, uh, you know, lead to their harm. And uh, I think honestly, that is kind of backwards. It's, uh, it's not sharing your ideas and not sharing uh, your opinions and not talking to people that lead to more harm than anything. And, it's, and it kind of goes like that a, a lot. It goes a lot like that. There's um, people who uh, say, again, I'm trying not to uh, have a censored episode, but for health, let's say there's a lot of people who promote certain health ideas. Um, and if you question it because it's it's coming from a um, – governmental body if you question it it's dangerous but if you just accept their ideas um then it's not dangerous but you look at the statistics about all the people who follow those um those ideas about health that all you need is just you know you're you're just a you're just a machine all you need is a bit of food it doesn't really nutrition doesn't really matter that much you know you just get a little bit not a big deal um if you if you follow that kind of narrative if you follow uh oh just see your doctor once a year uh, if they say everything's fine everything's fine no need to worry um if those tests come back positive or, or, or negative or, or some of the uh, metrics are off of what they measured, then you have a disease, take a pill. There you go. And then that'll lead to other pills. That'll lead to more diseases. And that's fine. That's the narrative. That's, I, that's more dangerous, uh, to, in my opinion, than having your own mind, sharing your own opinion, uh, you know, being your own best health advocate, not just depend on the state or the or whatever country or government you're you're at. Just just depend on them to make all the decisions for you. Filter out whatever information so that you don't have to you know burden yourself or be exposed to those quote unquote dangerous ideas. Anyway, um, it's ridiculous. It's always it's always it's always the opposite. It's not the lack of it's not the that we have too much information it's that we don't have enough information it's not that we are uh we have too much money uh spent in the right areas of health it's that we don't have enough money spent in the correct areas of health which is 
preventative health, natural health, and and so forth. Anyway, um, today's episode is going to be a mindset one because I'm diving a lot into psychology and mindset uh, for myself as well as my clients. Uh, but mainly, I mean, this is kind of how every person does it. The we become what we need the most. So I became a health coach uh, because I had autoimmune symptoms. Uh, I was diagnosed with arthritis, uh, and I had those symptoms for 20 plus years. I'm only 33, uh, so you do the math. And then I had uh, thyroid issues, hypothyroid. I was diagnosed. Again, it's a, it's a game of, of uh, terminology. It's a game of words, which is why it's so... Last tangent. Okay, the, the reason why... So many people are uh, so many powerful entities, uh, uh, tech companies and government are so strict with words is because words are directly tied to your thoughts. And if you control people's words, people words, uh, people's words, <laughs> the words that they can say, um, then you control their thoughts. It's it's really connected. If you, if people don't feel safe or that they're able to speak, then they will have different thoughts because they're not able to express those thoughts. And, and it goes like that with psychology, which we're going to, we're diving into today. Um, so keep that in mind. If anyone, I mean, apart from like threatening people, that's the kind of, that's the kind of language that, that makes sense. But, you know, apparently it's a slippery slope to, to saying everything is a threat. If if someone feels offended, by anything you said, like your car is nice, um, then they can censor you because they were offended. And the, the victim, uh, if you pronounce yourself a victim, then that means you're correct, I guess, is the um, it's where we've kind of, uh, a, a large portion of society has kind of stooped to. Um, but anyway, if you, if you notice a little bit of fieriness or frustration, um, I have a little bit, yes. Uh, and that's from responding to um, people on Quora and that's um, responding to the current situation we're at where people cannot, they don't feel comfortable in just talking and debating and not even debating, just having a conversation uh, about a, any topic. You should be able to have a conversation about any topic with you know, close family members, sure, but a lot of topics with also strangers, um, you know, just to see different perspectives. Anyway, so today is the fear, uh, four fear, uh, four fears that, that lead to low self-esteem. I had to look up the title. Um, so four fears that lead to low self-esteem. I think this is a problem that everyone can really um, empathize with low self-esteem. Uh, a lot of times we have these lofty goals or even small goals, and we don't we we don't really uh, follow through with our actions with what we do. So, what kind of what's behind that? You know, is it just that we're lazy and we're lazy for no particular reason? But we can do all these other things. We can go out to the supermarket. We can go to the beach. We can go to restaurants just fine. Takes just as much energy to do uh, small goals as doing those things. And um, we can do all these things. But when it comes to certain things, we we hold ourselves back. And I believe that at the root level of these uh, inactions, it are is uh, are is 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 are uh, is f- a fear is a particular fear or multiple fears. Let, let's just go with that. Um, and so. Uh, I'm reading this awesome book recommended to me by my coach, um, 
which is from Gay Hendricks. That's right. Uh, he's he's probably pretty old. You can tell by the name. He's been around for a really long time. Uh, not too many parents naming their kids gay. Um, not that is there anything wrong with it, but you know that's a, like an old school name. It's like a, I don't know Agnes or something. Um, and reading this book, awesome book. Still currently reading it, as you can tell by the bookmark. Um, really enjoying it. And one of the sections is talking about. And he's he's a psychologist. Let me do a little. Um, uh, explain who he is. So he's a psychologist. He's really good. Um, he write, he writes a ton of books. Um, I don't know how many books, but I saw, I mean, he's been around for a long time. Uh, and I think easily over 20 books, uh, and, uh, published who knows how, how many other things, but anyway, I, I like his style. Um, it was a good recommendation, uh, for my coach. And, uh, this one section is, uh, his experience through, I believe thousands of uh, appointments as a psychologist, um, what he found with his thousands of patients. Um, and so the central fear that he has found that most people have um, uh, for low self-esteem, so this is number one, is that there's something wrong with me. Something wrong with me. So uh, I just had to repeat that. So I'm pretty sure I've, uh, I've heard almost everyone expressed this idea that there's something wrong with me, uh, but let, let's get, dive in a little bit more into it. So uh, some questions that are very similar with uh, some, there's some fundamental flaw with uh, yourself or others. Most likely it's reflected back on, your, on yourself, but um, that's my words, not the psychologist who wrote this book. But uh, what's wrong with me is, a, is one way to uh, look at it. What's wrong with them? Uh, what did I do to deserve this? That's another thing that's linked back to um, some flaw within yourself. Why can't things ever go right for me? So uh, I've heard so many people throughout my life express these, uh, probably multiple of, of these sentences, um, these ideas. And if you believe there's something wrong with you, yes, that will lead to inaction, that will lead to improper actions, uh, the ineffective actions that result in poor results. Um, so the some ways that this psychologist says that this presents in the body is if you feel, so if you're in tune with your body, so if you kind of go, go uh, put your senses more towards your body and less at, in the outside world, uh, this is another idea that's expressed in the book. So I apologize if that doesn't make sense to you, but, um, you know, keep developing yourself and that'll, that'll make sense, especially with meditation. You'll, you'll understand where to focus your mind and how to focus your mind on, uh, in different areas. So anyway, uh, if you feel an emptiness deep inside, that's, uh, how he sees that people can see, um, people might be relating to this flawed perspective, uh, on themselves. So, a sense of despair and a conviction that life will never turn out right. So, um, so those are some of the things that are expressed uh, or shown by the uh, personality um, of people who have this limiting fears, basically limiting limiting beliefs. Right? Um, it boils down to that. Um, just another way ex of expressing some of the same ideas that have 
already expressed on the podcast, most likely, or that hundreds of other authors have also expressed, nothing that I ever ex- or almost ever expressed to you will be very novel. It'll just be expressed in different ways. So if you, if you, yeah, and then that, that goes for so many things. Um, if you just keep learning and developing yourself, people will just be repeating the same thing in, in very, in, in slightly different ways. So, uh, he does go over on how uh, to handle best practices to handle fear, and this is coming from a psychologist, but I will not be going over that today, so apologies if that's kind of like a teaser. But um, uh, I'll, I'll give one. I'm trying to keep this episode short because last time I said that, it still ended up being a 40-minute episode. Um, breathing. So, oh no, you know what? Accepting. I give you two. Accepting the fear uh, is is kind of the first step for dealing with fear, an effective way to deal with fear. All right, so the second fear that limits self-esteem, and and I don't don't have to read off the book because I put my notes down uh, up here on the screen. So tall poppy syndrome. So the Australians have a term called tall poppy syndrome, and this refers to not wanting to stick your neck out, so to speak. Same thing as like two metaphors there, don't stick your neck out tall poppy syndrome. It's basically don't uh, try to blend in. Basically, if you don't blend in, then you can get your, your poppy stem cut, I guess, or you can get your neck cut off or your head cut off, basically, if you stick your neck out. Um, So this is a limiting belief or fear that creates low self-esteem. And I can, you know, let me give you some examples here for tall poppy syndrome. Uh, so if you um, are capable of a lot more, but you keep not fulfilling your potential, why do you think that is? Is it perhaps that you're you're trying to stay with the group, you know, whoever you think your group is, uh, whether it's your family, your friends, uh, your community, your you, what you see in the community is a bunch of people who just do, you know, the the typical nine to five. They don't. They don't like their job. They um, complain a lot. They don't like life. You know, so forth. That kind of um, you know victimhood mentality. Um, then, and then you basically do the same thing without you know without realizing it. Most likely, um, you know, you you have these opportunities. You you they've they've come up. You you think you know what? Maybe I should take that certification. Maybe I should read that book because I feel like I'll get something out of it. Um, or you feel like, you know, why don't you, why don't I exercise? Why don't I do three days a week, three or four days a week? Maybe on the fourth day, I'll do cardio or something like that. Why don't I do that? Um, and then you go, you sign up for the gym, right? This is a, this is a common metaphor. So that's why I'm using it. Well, I think a lot of people can relate to that. Uh, sign up for the gym. The gym's awesome. Uh, but then, you know, a week goes by, maybe two weeks go by, and then you start going less and less. Why? Because eh, I don't really feel like it. Um, you know, I don't have the energy for it. Uh, you know, these kind of things. Or maybe you have a uh, somewhat deep subconscious fear of being successful, basically. Tall poppy syndrome, being successful, being different. Um, yeah, so I think I think that's good for number two. So this is number two. We're going over four four fears that limit self-esteem hard to be hard to have 
a lot of self-esteem if you don't accomplish things that you want to do. It's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, like you one and all these things could be related, and it often is. If I, um, you know, what something's wrong with me. Oh, I didn't. I didn't complete whatever goal I had. That confirms. That reaff- reaffirms something's wrong with me. Um, so self-fulfilling prophecy all have to do with each other. Um, Yeah, there's some, there's some, there's some, uh, it's a good book. I definitely recommend the book. So Conscious Living, I don't even think I said the title. So by Guy Gay Hendricks, Conscious Living, um, a sequel to Conscious Loving, which is, uh, so that both books, I think, go over relationships. So if that's kind of uh, a thing that you want to explore, conscious uh, relationship um, or or conscious living, um, then I I would recommend this book uh, as well as, um, Probably all his other stuff is good too, but this is my first book, so let me not get ahead of myself. So, their limiting fear is uh, you are a burden. Hmm. So this uh, probably, like any of these uh, four fears, could relate to your childhood. Have you ever felt like a burden to your parents, your siblings, uh, anyone you looked up to? Uh, even your peers, do you feel like a burden? And that's why you don't try anything that you want to try. And um, and that keeps you from being the burden. Uh, that, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I think uh, it took a little bit of digging uh, emotionally for me to really connect with these. But I think I could see myself connecting with, um, you know, so all of them so far, uh, I felt like a burden, uh, several times. And that's, um, I know, I know actually recently, uh, from, from my work that I did, um, that, um, I have some business pursuits that I didn't bother pursuit pursuing, uh, for a certain amount of time, uh, because I felt like I would have been a burden to, uh, you know, what I was trying, well, you don't know what my business plans are, but, um, but yeah, so I felt like a burden, like I wasn't contributing or it wasn't like a win-win situation, that, that type of thing. So, um, you know, felt like a burden. So that's a, that's a limiting belief. That's a, that's a fear that limits self-esteem. Uh, and, and, you know, you don't always have to have these things in every area of your life for this to be true about you. It could be just one area of your life, your relationship, uh, business, your health, your um, other areas. Um, so, prof- yeah, did I say everything? Professional? Okay. Well, anyway, uh, I'm sure there's another category I missed there, but that is fine. You you get the point. So uh, so you are a burden is the third limiting, limiting fear. Fourth is misplaced loyalty. So it's kind of similar to tall poppy syndrome, and they can definitely all be related. So loyalty, maybe you feel that you don't have the right to be more successful, to be healthier, to be, um, I don't know, taller, to be, uh, you know, just uh, some, any area of life, uh, you you feel like you don't, you don't have the right to be more successful in because of loyalty to someone else. So um, uh, let's say, for example, a fa- family member, right? I'm not going to use myself on, on this one because this is, this, this, this is personal. It, it cuts deep here. Uh, so 
uh, maybe you don't have loyalty or maybe if you succeed, you'll feel like you're, um, you know, not fitting. You're not part of that crowd. You're not part of the community. And so somehow this is, this is disloyal to be that tall poppy, uh, yeah, that tall poppy or to be, uh, more successful. So that is number four. Let's see if I can, there's some awesome stuff in this book. I've like I've liked everything um, uh, so far and really connect with a lot of it. Uh, so yeah, so I think, oh yeah, okay. So let's see, creativity also plays a key role. Oh yeah, okay, creativity. So this can obviously, not obviously, but this can uh, alter your creativity too. If, if this is, this, that's something I haven't explored with any of these things. So any of these fears, something is wrong with me. Why would I? So then you're, you're less creative. Uh, tall poppy syndrome, uh, maybe you got some recognition and that kind of put you out there that made you uncomfortable deep down and you became less creative. Um, you are a burden. So you feel like even though you have these things that need to be expressed creatively, you feel like it'll just be a burden on someone else. Um, or loyalty, which mean, which could relate, where if you, uh, if you are more creative than someone, maybe it's like a childhood friend um, who never even got to, to your age or, yeah, who died really early. That's I me. Mean. Like I said, this could cut really deep. Um, if someone died really early in your life that never got to experience those things, that could be holding you back as well because you feel like you don't deserve to have a life past, you know, whatever age. You know, maybe your friend or family died in their teens, maybe in their 20s, maybe before they turned 30, you know, um, and you keep on living. It's kind of a survivor's guilt, which I think is, is an example in this book so far talking about a uh he talked about a patient that uh her the, her family members i believe it was a her doesn't really matter it's kind of a generic story so uh he or her um her family members all died in uh in the holocaust and so she feels like she should play small because they don't even they they deserve to live and they didn't so that kind of thing so i mean this is all pretty pretty um pretty deep stuff so psychology isn't the uh most fun topic to do i, I well it's a fun topic for me to do a podcast but this isn't something that a lot of people want to work on because it's the most honest it's like the most scariest thing you can do is just uh you know confront those things you've been avoiding for your whole life um uh most likely for the, your whole life you know we, we it's just like the symptoms of our health right we learn to live with these symptoms because we think it's normal for whatever reason, or we don't want to deal with them for whatever reason. And so we keep getting, I don't know, these uh, digestive symptoms like, uh, okay, let's say gas. So we keep getting gas uh, over and over and over again, and we learn to kind of ignore it, not look into it, not confront it, um, not uh, accept that it's a problem so that we can work on it and, and uh, or a challenge, um, so that we can overcome that challenge. So 
anyway, uh, I think those are, I mean, I think that's all I wanted to express creatively today. That's right. I'm talking in, um, in those kind of terms today. And I think, um, I think, like I said, a lot of people don't want to work on this, but if you're listening to this podcast, you're you're probably uh, a bit more open to working on yourself entirely um, than you may think. Because uh, I I was I do certain podcasts right, so I I, I see the metrics, I see how many people uh, play certain episodes, and typically the most played episodes are going to be on specific symptoms, uh, but that symptoms are, are physical, they're surface level. Um, I'm talking about like psychology is really, um, beneath the surface. And a lot of people don't have that. Um, they're not comfortable with doing that one. Uh, they're not comfortable with going that deep. And two, uh, they're, they're typically, they're just focused on the superficial, the, the surface level stuff. Um, and which is fine to begin with. I was I was focused on that for a very long time, but eventually, just like uh, with everything I've said about health before, these symptoms keep popping up. And it's uh, what, what episode was that? What lie? What the universe is trying to tell you? If things keep popping up, it's because you need to deal with it. I mean, that's that's the simplest way for me to put it. If you keep not taking actions on your goals, or t- not taking action on your goals, then something's popping up and you need to deal with it. And unfortunately, it's not a surface level issue. It's something deep down that you need uh, help to uh, uncover. So you can go to a psychologist book. Uh, You can go to a psychologist. Hopefully it's a good one. Again, do your homework. I've had poor experiences with so many um, mainstream professions um, that it's, it's hard for me to recommend wholeheartedly that you go to a mainstream source, but um, not be. But if you do your homework, then it's easier for you to find those qualified professionals that are more more likely to actually help you than to just, um, you know, go through it as like try to put you through an assembly line and uh, treat you like a number rather than a person, uh, which is uh, it's just a a feature of the mainstream. Uh, anything. Uh, and, and, and to be fair, again, uh, the, I I probably expressed this only once, but, uh, just because someone is a integrative health practitioner, just because someone does functional medicine, doesn't mean they're doing it, um, the best way doesn't mean, uh, it doesn't mean that they care either. Uh, so that's up to you. So that, that's a personal responsibility. I believe they also talk about this in the books, conscious living as opposed to, unconscious living. Uh, the idea that you're just meandering through life, um, does not appeal to me whatsoever. So, so if, while if you are conscious, so if you are able to be conscious, then you're able to pick people, your, your, your expert guidance, your counsel, your counsel, your counsel of experts to uh, advise you, uh, better so that you can get better results. I mean, that's that's kind of that's that's all all I'm trying to say here um, on this show for today. So uh, that ends the show. I hope you enjoyed this exploration into psychology from uh, an awesome author and psychologist. And I believe he also writes. Yeah, he writes books with his um, wife. So some of them will be um, Gay Hendricks and his wife. I think Catherine Hen- Hendricks. 
not sure. Um, anyways, so um, maybe I'll write that in the show notes. And uh, so check out the show notes down below. I have the four fears, so you can keep that in mind. I have, um, I don't have a link to it because I don't want to support I don't want to support Amazon, such a awful company. So many awful companies. I, I, it's pretty funny. This weekend, I was asked uh, by a employee of a company, um, uh, like, what what phone company do I prefer? What uh, what phone manufacturer do I prefer? And I said none of them because they're all awful companies, <laughs> and they. Uh, you know, none of the big ones anyway. Uh, they're all awful companies that spend most of their money trying to manipulate people and and, uh, and change policy and censor and, and all that. And honestly, if I want to go a couple steps further um, talking to this young uh, young man, uh, then I would have said they all have blood on their hands and I don't want to, you know, be funding it as, as much as I can. Um, obviously I still have bought all this stuff in the past. So, um, so I'm using these devices, but... I will be phasing off of that. I will not be buying new things uh, again as best I can. If I can help more people by buying this t technology and then helping, you know, a thousand people to uh, be more health conscious, buy, uh, grow their food, uh, buy their food better, have less, have less diseases or no diseases because they understand their health better um then i will ultimately be taking money away from this is how i think um i will be taking a money money away from big pharma big agriculture big uh whatever you know that less money will go to those institutions that make us sick um anyway so my promo for uh today they are giving away a free collagen bottle, I believe. Again, while supplies last, uh, I am not um, an equal life employee. I don't have um, any legal responsibilities for the promotion or anything like that. But if you use my affiliate le link down below and make a specific order, then you will get a um, uh, free product. Most most weeks, they're giving something away for free. So um, so I'm. 90% sure because I just saw the promotion that they're giving a uh, collagen bottle. Is collagen right for you? Uh, there's some fundamental things to take before that. So if you order um, uh, the fundamental things to go with that, then yeah, the, the icing on top would be the collagen supplement that they have over at Equalife. Um, there are some pretty awesome promotions um, and I believe there will be more awesome promotions uh, moving forward this month because... Um, they, they've done some pretty awesome things that I'll just leave it there. Um, so check out my links down below. They're all, pretty much all affiliate links. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at matthew at rootlvlwellness.com. Link down below because my name is spelled slightly differently. Um, there are courses down below so you can educate yourself at, a, at your own pace and you can get some group support if you use my link down below and send me an email so that uh, we can hook up on a, a social media platform that doesn't steal your information, ideally, uh, or my information. So courses, products, uh, if you want to be coached by me, this is uh, health coaching or life coaching. Now I offer life coaching program. They, they kind of need their own time 
they need their own separate time to go to go into these things. Um, we can't do everything in one session, so it could be mostly health and then a little bit of life coaching, or it can be mostly life coaching with a little bit of health. You know, it, it's an hour seems like a lot of time when you're coaching, uh, an hour, hour and a half, um, 30 minutes for like checkups and things like that. Uh, but Time can go by really quick, especially if you're diving diving into some really uh, heavy topics. And I laugh because of my own experiences. So, you know, this coaching is awesome um, and really transformative. So, um, you know, I, but yeah, like if, if that's too much of a commitment, there's always books and you can get these books used on eBay or at a store. So uh, anything you do, any takeaway from this is just to keep moving, take those actions, explore those fears um, and uncover them so that you know that it's not really that you're lazy or you have lack of energy or anything like that while you're not why you're not taking these actions it's because there's something going on uh, maybe relating to these four fears we went over today that's preventing you from doing it so anyway uh, take care i hope you enjoyed this episode i'll see you next time bye